Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast. Now that's probably going to be the most upbeat part of this show. And let's not forget, we are supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Magnificent people still serving the people of Reading. He thought he was going to stop, but he's going to continue. Ah, Reading now, Preston 3. What a frustrating match that was to watch. Just talk me through it, Matt. A little bit at the beginning, and I've also been joined by Eric, our guard as well. Matt, what was going on in that match? Just where did it all go wrong? McIntyre starting. <laughs> it was, I mean, like, I mean, in all honesty, we didn't really do a huge amount wrong. McIntyre had a night like Raphael had on Friday night. He just made mistake after mistake really and just didn't do anything right and uh, apart from that there wasn't a huge amount wrong it was a bit of a flat first 30 minutes but I, I mean we created chances well actually that and the conversion right obviously it was you know we had so many chances to to score first like yes most of them came after obviously the penalty save but you know it was still nil nil if those if those go in it was a different game it, it was just one of those games and it was just it's hard really with those mistakes from McIntyre, which are just inexcusable, really. Yeah, Matt's uh, touched on those misses from the players in the game tonight. It wasn't just Lucas Jow, was it, Eric? Um, Aluko had a chance in the first half as well, but we are paying the price for that now, aren't we? Yeah, and no, I think it's slightly harsh on, on McIntyre. I think um, he, he made a couple of mistakes, but I actually thought up until the first one, he, he was fairly okay. And then if you don't score those goals, you allow yourself to be to be beaten, don't you? So I don't think all the blame should be on him because if one of those strikers had put one of the chances away, it would have been a different game. So, yeah, slightly frustrating night. Obviously, there was, wasn't just Lucas Zhao, although he had three really good chances. There was also Luka, also Pushkas with a header uh, that I can remember. Um, so, yeah, not, not the best night from a Reading point of view, but we're still top. We are still top. We should put some perspective on this situation. And I know people will be listening and go, oh, now we're going to fall down their pool. We're going to, mid-table is coming. And there's a big part of me that totally agrees with you on that. I can see that. But the reason there's underpinning our fall down the, kind of like form, not down the league, we're still up there, is the injuries. I mean, no John Swift for most of the season. No Yakun Mate now. Liam Moore was... 100% missed tonight, and Ovi Ajaria as well. Um, kind of like, how do we get through this? I've just seen Panovic talking about the possibility of signing free agents, and they might have to revisit that situation. Do we go and get another central defender in, uh, Matt? Or do we find out if Lewis Gibson is actually a real person, and he will step on the pitch at some point? I was gonna, I was going to say, it's just like with... With, with, with the the performance performances tonight, you do wonder how bad Gibson must have been in training, really, because I mean we've not been great defensively for the past past few games. Like I, I still think if Liam Moore was on the pitch tonight, we don't concede um, because Preston weren't really brilliant. In all honesty, all of their chances came from mistakes from one certain individual that we've spoken about. <laughs> um, but, Not the first goal, though, Matt. The first goal was offside. It wasn't on McIntyre. I've, I've, know, watched, it, it? I've watched it back. I, McIntyre plays him onside. You w- w- watch it back. And McIntyre, sure? he's, he's, he's the one, he's one inside and he plays him on. I, I, I 
when when I first saw it, I, I was convinced it was offside. But then they they replayed it about two or three times during the game, and I I think McIntyre's played him on, and he's 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 sitting about a yard deeper than the rest of the line when you look at it, and he and I think the the um, the um, Preston guy is he's literally just level. I think um, the third goal might have been offside. I've not seen that one back, but the first one it's it's just lazy. I think to be honest. Well, I mean, the third goal I can get over. We're trying to push forward, aren't we? I'm not going to, like, get too involved in that one. But the most worrying moment for Tom McIntyre, where there was a few, was the penalty. And that set up a chain of events, didn't it? The penalty, he's so badly out of position for that goal. And teams have worked right behind him, haven't they? Absolutely. And it's not like, I think the worrying thing that keeps cropping up with McIntyre is not the first time he's given away quite a few penalties now as well. And they're, they're all very, very similar. And like, like, like you say, his positioning is just abysmal really to, to start off. I don't like saying that about McIntyre because I want him to succeed, but we saw it towards the end of last year. There was so many lapses of concentration. There was a lot of being caught out of position. It's like, I was thinking tonight, is, is he actually that good defensively? I, I'm, when he when he came into the team, he was good, and there was a lot of hype and expectation around him. But it's just it's it's fizzled out, and his performances are almost getting worse. And it's just like tonight was a night for him to really come back in, make make his stamp on the team. You know, he made he had all that chat pre-season about how he feels it's his his position to lose. Well, almost his contract at Reading is probably now up for debate given that it's you know expiring at the end of the season do you renew it probably not right now um you know it's it's a horrible situation because you want someone like that to succeed he's a reading fan he probably feels terrible tonight but that doesn't get you three points you know yeah i agree he hasn't been good tonight but i don't think we should rip him to shreds though because you know he could still come try and stick up for him a little bit paul because I mean, first of all, if, if he wasn't a, an academy player, there'll probably be a lot more critics as well, to be fair. But that being said, you know, Michael Elise, when he first came into the team, didn't set the world alight. Yaku Meite, when he first signed for us, didn't set the world alight. This was his first league start, am I right? Or at least the he, first league start. He's not even played that many league games, to be fair, for, for us. He, yeah, he played exactly. about... so, do you want to just chuck in the towel and give up on him? Um, maybe, maybe he'd be better off going on loan somewhere and playing a bit more football uh, at a lower level and then coming back. But, but um, I'm, I'm at, I personally, I'm at the point with McIntyre where I think I've seen enough from him that I'm, I'm more hopeful that he's going to come good just because of the kind of person he is than expect than, than I'd expect him. If we give him another two-year contract, send him out on loan, is he going to come back a better player? I, again, I'm I'm hoping that I'm hoping that he would, but I just I don't think he would. I don't think we could. Yeah, okay. Tom McIntyre's had a really poor game tonight. He know that more than anyone else. It's it's obvious, isn't it? Um, but we can't pin it all on Tom McIntyre tonight because as those as I mentioned earlier, if the strikers score one of those goals or Luca in the first half, which was a harder chance, but. Jao has now had two golden opportunities. Last Friday against Coventry went through on goal and he's made a mess of it. You know, there's no easy way of saying it. He hasn't got the shot away properly. He's miscontrolled it on last Friday. This time, he's allowed a defender to get back. But then, even worse, a completely free header and no one near him. And he doesn't even get it on target, Eric. I mean, 
I assumed he was offside, but he wasn't offside at all for the second one, was he? No, he wasn't. And you kind of forgive him a little bit because he scored that goal against Coventry where you weren't expecting him to score. And if he was to take those chances and just be completely ruthless and clinical all the time, he wouldn't be playing at Reading, would he? Because let's be honest, he's got so much skill. Um, he still had some some moments of brilliance. But yeah, you, you get frustrated because you think that should be easy for someone with his ability. But at the same time, um, you, you can't expect him to score every single game. Um, if he did, then yeah, it would, he, he would probably go on to play in the Premier League and be quite successful. Yeah, no, totally. You can't expect him to keep it. He had a 47% conversion rate at one point. That was never, ever going <laughs> to last. I was like, if you're only got that level, you're playing in the Premier League and it's a very a, decent club. It's a, it's a purple patch sort of of Nick Blackman standards, isn't it? Not quite that level, I don't think. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a sight to behold for six months. He turned into Ronaldo for... Yeah. For those six months, but yeah. Uh, to get some money for him and then he <laughs> which is fine. But we don't want that to happen with Joao. We want Joao to stay and we want him to play. We want want him to keep fit and play lots of games mainly this season. He will score more goals. I've no doubt on that. And let's not forget he has scored says it's six goals, uh, assists for three. He's still had a brilliant start to the season and he will get more. I, I'm not worried about that. This is not kind of like, oh, he's totally rubbish now and let's get rid of him, you know. That would be a mad thing to do, wouldn't it, Matt? We won't want to substitute him in that game at any point. But <laughs> I think we can kind of look at the team tonight and think realistically now, if we don't score that first goal, we've got major problems, Matt, haven't we? Um, well, the evidence would dictate that, given that every time we've gone, gone behind, we have now lost. Um, I was a bit more... Um, up the after the Coventry game because we still showed fight, you know, and like it's it's a hard one to judge, I think, because uh, both games we've gone gone behind through individual errors. You know, individual errors cost us against Coventry, and individual errors cost us against Knight. You know, um, I was probably as annoyed with Raphael on on Friday night as I was, or not annoyed, but just disappointed on Friday night as I was tonight, just purely because we didn't really play overly badly like we didn't take chance and we certainly didn't tonight um but in the midst of this we've almost forgotten that Raphael saved the penalty Mm. (laughs) at one nil you know let's not forget that you know that's a really good moment for him isn't it to say it was a shocking penalty it was a shocking penalty (laughs) it was it was it was a shocking penalty I agree but if he doesn't go the right way he doesn't save it does he true yeah no um and I think anyone when they score a penalty it's a brilliant penalty when they miss it it's an awful penalty but it was worse than an awful penalty he, I mean it was uh, I think in the Nick Blackman season Orlando Saar did something similar on his debut didn't he just rolled it straight to the keeper it was it was a dismal attempt but I mean it's it's what he's there to do you know Raphael's there to save save shots and then he also made a very good save after that as well from point blank range as well um so you know he, he made amends tonight for friday um and like you say it's all kind of been lost in the in the mist really of of the game because he, he he had a he had a decent game to be fair Raphael. yeah he couldn't do anything about and was any captain. Goals. yeah yeah exactly captain so i he's letting three goals and this is a little bit like last season there wasn't much he could do about a lot of them I don't think he could save any of those shots tonight. I think if he saves any of them, it's a miracle. But 
kind of like looking at the rest of the team tonight, who do you think kind of comes out with that with credit? I mean, looking at the midfield, Semedo, Renamoto, how do you think they did, Eric? Um, for me, the player that comes out with a bit of credit is Omar Richards again. <laughs> I thought Omar Richards was, was solid on that left-hand side. I think he was a bit caught out for the last goal because he was he was pushing on, so you can't really blame him too much. But yeah, I, th- I think he had some good moments. I thought actually Aluko, up until he got taken off, played a bit better this uh, this game. Uh, he had that chance. He also put in the cross for the Luka Zhao header. Yeah. Um, so he played quite well. And then, yeah, Rinomoto, Lauren, they were back to their kind of industrious um, selves, I suppose, that the thing you, you don't get with Rinomoto and Lauren is lots and lots of creativity, which is what you rely on the other players for. Um, and yeah, just unfortunately, we do seem to play with out Meite. Joao is kind of left very alone, whereas Meite tends to get a bit closer to him. So we, we definitely miss Meite, I think. Um, but um, yeah, there, there were some half-decent performances in there. You'd say, um, yeah, Richards perhaps and, and Aluko. So it sounds like Ajaria will be back on Saturday, Matt, who you going to kind of take out for that game? I'm assuming he's going to come straight back in if he's fit. I mean, there's no reason to not after a 3-0 defeat at home, is there? No, yeah, if he's if he's fit, he comes back in um, straight away. You know, Elise stays in the team, Zhao probably stays in the team. Um, the one I'm not entirely sure about right now, even though I, I, I don't know how to judge him yet, is Semedo. I just, I don't know where to put him at the moment I don't know whether or not he's almost a perfect replacement for a Laurent because he wins the ball back incredibly well and he's very industrial in when he's trying to win a ball back but it's he's just not a number 10 I don't think I, I don't think he he doesn't do enough going forwards it's like he'll win the ball back very well um, but once he wins the ball back it all just seems a bit I don't, all a bit lost really um, so I, I'd almost be inclined to kind of Take take him out for a game. Maybe move a Luko to um, play behind Zhao and bring um, Ovi back in on the left, um, almost to try and give it. Maybe it's why um, Rinomota and Laurent have done so well because of how how well he's done as well um, in the workload that he's put in. But I I just think it all kind of it all slows down a little bit when it gets to Samedo and can be quite frustrating um, and. He, he does have a pass in him, but it, it all, it, it's all just a bit slow. And it gets to him, like I said, it, it, just, it just feels like he doesn't quite know what to do. It, it's, it's, it's a typical, I think, square peg in a round hole, kind of. It's like he's doing a very good job there. He's probably only there for the fact that others are injured. But I'd probably, I, I, I'd, on tonight's performance, Aluko did, did, did more than fine. I'd be, I'd be more than inclined to move Aluko central and um, Ajari on the left. Central, wow. Or Jari <laughs> Central, yeah. Well, you, well, you, you could do either because, to be fair, Luco did very well today, putting some cracking balls. He did okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I he, think he, that um, first, but... if Ajari comes back, it's going to help out Richards as well down that left hand side. I think it opens up the space, doesn't it? Eric? Yeah, yeah. We, we miss Ovi. Uh, I think he's that one player that can provide and create something out of nothing. And I think also Elise. Seems to play better when Ajaria's there. I think some of the attention goes on Ajaria, the kind of creative player, and it frees up Elise a little bit as well. So, yeah, I, I agree with Matt. If uh, if Ajaria's back straight in the team, I don't mind if he comes in for Aluko or Semedo, really. Um, 
I agree, also agree with with Matt on on Semedo. He 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 looks like he's a number eight or a number six playing as a number ten, and it it just looks a bit strange. But um, he's not particularly done anything super wrong. I just don't think he's a creative number ten like a Swift or a Jaria or an Elise, for example. Yeah, like he's, he's, he's almost the perfect replacement for Laurent. If 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 Laurent if Laurent came out, I'd be more than happy moving him in where Laurent is. But it's just like it just doesn't quite fit it. It was the one the one person it reminds me of was when Rinamota played further forward. Um, was it? It was either was it the start of last year? It was either that or under Clement? It was quite a while ago. Um, it just reminds me of that when when Rinamota played further up and when he played out in the wing once as well. I think it was, it's just weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not lack of effort, right? It's just not no, natural absolutely system, not. is it? And they, they don't fit it. But kind of like one player who, if I could pick him out, was just Mate. Mate has such an influence on these games. We kind of like take him for granted. An example of when we think of player of the season, lots of people don't think of Yaku Mate last season, but he still got 17 goals last season. And this, we are missing his physicality and his, just his sheer presence. And he helps us defensively as well. And he could just get those goals when you need it. He has that knack. He can score important goals. He's not very often scoring goals when it's 2-0 or 3-0. He will get that first goal and just gives us an outlet to hit as well. At the moment, all we've got is Lucas Jow. So if Raphael's got the ball, in the first 15 minutes or so, he kept on not sure where there's a pass here around because quite often when Mate's in the side, he just hits it to that right wing. And sometimes he goes out for a throw, Eric, doesn't it? But it doesn't really matter because sometimes it will work. Yeah, and also this season, Mate's hold-up play has been a lot better. His first touch has been a lot better. So, you know, even showed in, in a couple of the games some real skill and, and taking players on, which is something he's added to his game. And we, we talked about him at quite some length on another pod that he's quite quickly becoming a key player. And I think with him out of the team, that, that's been proven right, I think. He, he's definitely um, score scorer of key goals. He's been our top scorer for the last few seasons. He's not that far behind mate, uh, behind Joao, even though he's missed a few games. Um, so, yeah, you, you'd say we definitely missed him. We definitely missed more. I mean, those two are, are huge for us. And although tonight could have been different, if we'd have taken our chances, we might have got a win, we might have got a draw. But you definitely say those two... Um, we, we, we'd feel a lot better if they were on the team. Yeah, totally. Talk about Liam Moore. I mean, Tom McIntyre's going to be thinking about that tonight. And as a Reading fan, you want a higher standard on the pitch. But as a person, you know that's going to affect him. And I just want, if he's going to play on Saturday, I just want him to play a game when I don't notice him. That is exactly what I want. I don't want, don't need a standout performance. I just need a game when you think, oh, he did okay. And that's it. It's what because you want from centre-halves, isn't it? The one yeah. thing you worry about with McIntyre slightly is his pace, and they've got yeah. Sick Campbell up front that's got a bit of pace, Stoke. So you, you hope that um, he 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 reads the game and uh, and gets in the right positions. Which, by the sounds of things, if he if he wasn't offside that first goal, then yeah, he was definitely caught out, which is not good news. Yeah, Liam Moore gives you that extra bit of pace, doesn't he? It's not lightning quick or anything like that, but he just covers for Morrison slightly. But we have lost that game three 0 It is. Let's be honest, it's pissed us all off, hasn't it? Because it takes us back to last season. You know, it's a bit crap, isn't it, Matt? If someone um, had said I can't to you, put a positive spin on it. If someone had said to you at the start of the season, after 10 games, we were going to be three points clear at the top of the That's league. That's the thing, isn't it? Snap <laughs> their hands off. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's the irony, but as a football fan, you're greedy, aren't you? You want it's a beyond, bit more. 
Yeah. yeah, it's it's beyond all of our wildest expectations, isn't it? And you've got to say, well, even even if we lose on Saturday, we're still likely to stay top or at least joint top on points if the goal difference goes against us. But um, you've got to just sit back and say, well, at least we're not down there with the derbies and the and the the, the Sheffield Wednesdays of the world, you know, fighting, um, which is good. I think I think the main thing is, and I said it after after the game on Friday, I would have I'd much rather be in our position today, losing to losing to Coventry and Preston rather than being in Coventry's position in the league and winning winning against top of the league and being in Preston's position at the moment, what they 14th, I'd much rather be in our position right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, no, no, totally. But there's alarm bells ringing with conceding eight goals in three games. Yeah, but, that that, yeah, but you, you've got pretty much all six were individual errors. You know, yeah, but that, they're all, still in the team though, Matt. That's the problem. They've got players well, capable of making mistakes like that all the time. They probably, yeah, but I mean, Tom McIntyre's not going to be starting. He's not going to be starting on Saturday, is he? Let's be honest. Yeah, we did win the other I'd be, I'd be, though. yeah, but like, I, I, I'd be more surprised if if he starts. You know, Raphael, we do know he's got a mistake in him, but on the whole, he's good. You could probably yeah. say the same about Liam Moore, but he's been solid so far this season. So. You know, and I still think if if Liam Moore started today, we probably don't concede at all because Preston didn't really offer a huge amount. Literally, all of their chances came from mistakes. So, you know, well, they took them. If you're a Preston they, fan listening, well, yeah, to yeah this, they took them. They you're three they, now. There's no complaints about the scoreline. Oh no, absolutely not. That's they, just the way it is. Yeah, they gave us a taste of our our own medicine from the start of the year when we were having four shots and scoring three goals. So, you know, we can't, we can't really sit here and complain that they've taken their chances. <laughs> like, well, and they missed a really good chance where Raphael had that save and they've missed a pen. Yeah. So it's not just they took their chances. No, they... yeah, but yeah, yeah, but the pen came from another McIntyre mistake, let's be honest, for his positioning. <laughs> so, like, oh, so it's... really what we should have done was we should have done a Donald Trump tonight and just actually just declared that we won before the match. <laughs> well, he did declare that we won. He declared that we won three days ago. Like, so, <laughs> that's oh, where it all went dear. wrong. Trump is to blame. I saw it in a comment on the EPR3. Trump yes, is to blame. Yes, that was from Matt. Absolutely. Yeah, Mr. Everson, Matt Everson. Yeah, so <laughs> I want to try and leave you on a slightly upbeat. We are still top of the league. It's been a slightly shorter pod than normal because, to be honest, I've had enough talking about tonight. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And... Uh, yeah, we'll see you again probably with a preview. If I can get motivated again, I will. Don't worry about that. And uh, we are top of the league still. Just remember that. It's not all bad. Cheers. <laughs>